Hey everybody, welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike, uh, broadcasting live today from Snowpocalypse, Portland, Oregon, 2016. Our co-host Ryan tried to Scatman Crothers' his way over here today for the intro, uh, but unfortunately he was Jack Nicholson. So as always, Take Off Your Pants and Podcast is the podcast that discusses the Grammy-nominated band <laughs> Blink-182. I have an app on my phone that does like a, a, a rap air horn, so that's what that was. Uh, so yeah, California got nominated for a Grammy, which is awesome. Uh, I think they deserve it. Uh, honestly, I, I feel like that's my objective opinion. I think it's the best rock album on the list of rock albums they have. Um, I don't know why the Panic at the Disco one's there, but you know, anyway. This is a pretty cool episode. We talk a lot about the deluxe edition of the Grammy-nominated <laughs> California and uh, then we move into the talk about the tribute album that was done on the Blink-182 subreddit. When we recorded the episode, it hadn't come out yet, um, so we were mainly discussing our entry for it. So we recorded Way On My Mind by The Transplants, uh, a song that I think is a little overlooked maybe, and one whose lyrics I I think are particularly relevant uh, at the moment. Um, and we'll definitely next episode be talking about all the other entries for the tribute album. I will say as of this recording, I've heard most of it and it's all blown me away. I've been uh, really surprised at, at the general level of quality that, that it's all kind of at. And it's, it's awesome. It's great. Uh, then we get into some, some Tom news. Uh, ra- yeah, really wrap it all up with uh, a deep dive into uh, Tom's Instagram and uh Ryan has some interesting kind of um, observations, uh, kind of reading between some of the lines at what's going on. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So uh, I hope you like the show. Um, Ryan's not here, but I, I will say, you know, when you've accomplished something, like you've been nominated for a Grammy, what better way uh, to celebrate it than kicking back and just taking your pants off? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. And we're going to talk about Blink-182 today. There's a Are we? <laughs> there's a deluxe album coming out, Ryan. Have you heard about this? Um, <laughs> have you heard about this? Have you, hey, have you heard about this? Uh, this new Blink-182 album, deluxe album, huh? Hey, back in the studio, uh, you know, a little mix of some old, mix of some new. Uh. <laughs> I uh, I have heard about this. It looks like the dudes are hanging out in the old studio again. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I knew, I think they said pretty early on that they had done a lot of songs and there was going to be a deluxe edition, but um, over the last couple of weeks, we kind of found out there's going to be uh, new stuff. and Ooh. Or at least, um, well... I the, think they're completing maybe things. Yeah, there's they're completing things, but I think uh, in some of the interviews, the way that it's been phrased, it sounds like there might be a couple new songs as well. Ooh, yeah. I forgot about that. So uh, it's coming up pretty soon. So I thought they haven't it, said when really. Right, yeah, they haven't you? said when. Um, but I get the. Do you think it's going to be out before this year? I could say I could feel like they'd try to put it out before Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling too. Like there'll probably kinda, be a Christmas song on it. 
Yeah. Oh, you think maybe. so? Maybe not. Maybe like a e- maybe there'll be a Christmas EP single with the California Deluxe Edition. Oh, that'd be dope. That's what my guess is. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that there's going to be... Um, I think it's probably going to be before around Christmas, too. Um, so I have uh, some predictions that I thought it'd be fun to go over. Nice. Um, we can kind of lock in... Uh, our official predictions and revisit them once the okay. once the album's actually out and see see how we did. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like um, it's like a lot of people were kind of I think hoping for maybe another quick album or maybe an EP, and I feel like we'll probably get like an EP's worth of new songs. It sounds like or something. Yeah. Well, that's the first. So the first question: How many songs do you think it's going to be? Uh, five has been floated out as a number, but as why is where that float out from? <laughs> um. Just something Mark said. Uh, there was a there was a Reddit thread that was kind of like, oh, five, five. But um, I'm not sure if I I agree with that because it seems like it's I, he hasn't ever said it was five, and Travis has the that you know picture he posted of song titles. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was like a Snapchat or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna say uh, seven. Seven is my number for new new. That's quite a few. It is. It is. What What do you think? It's almost a full album. Seven. Um. I think five sounds reasonable. I feel like they could uh, have two new songs on there, three one three ones they almost picked for the album that they put it on there. I feel like that's probably what they're going with. I think there might be a uh, remix. Uh, I could see that. Or two thrown in there. I could see a remix. Bumping it, or a live track, bumping it up to Well, seven. there would also be that um, Hey, I'm Sorry <laughs> song. Most yeah, likely. I'm going to count that as a new one just because it's not on the... the you know the main version. Yeah, of the but album. I still haven't really revisited that song. I, I remember not... you hated it when it. Well, uh, a lot of people did. I necessarily um, hate. I could, hate's a strong word, but <laughs> what did what did you think? Instantly forgettable, or yeah, I just didn't. I didn't like it really, and I haven't really gone back to like try to appreciate it and stuff. But I was just like, oh, glad they cut that one. Is what I was thinking right off the bat. You know, right. <laughs> um. So, do you think of those five or seven? Do you think there's going to be a joke song? Um. I I don't think so, but I don't doubt it. It could happen. It could happen. Right, <laughs> so I'm gonna write down. Maybe it'd be a Christmas joke song. That's my guess. It could happen. Christmas joke song. Comma. Christmas joke song? Yeah. That's my question guess. mark. So I'm writing Michael's this down, writing listeners. this down so that way he has it on record instead yeah. of going back and listening to the the track you can just have it on his phone. <laughs> well, it was also just to like show you that we're locking these in. We're not going to be changing these, you know, oh, okay. in, in post. See what we got. Go right. back and like edit the podcast. To, <laughs> um, do you think that there is going to be a remix song on there at all? I could see it since they've done that. One. Maybe just that board the death one Steve will be on there. Aoki rem- I think it is going to be on there. I think yeah, it's I could see that. Yeah. Um, at least that one. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer because I really, I never, really, I don't think I listened to it. I saw like the the live video of them. I think it's pretty bad, um, and not because like I think techno is necessarily a garbage genre. Um, I just don't think it like the song lends itself to it at mm. all, and it sounds very forced yeah. and weird, and um, highlights the cheesy aspects of the song rather than the stuff I liked mm. about the song. If that makes sense, yeah. There's there. I feel like there's other songs that could have done remixes for, like uh, stuff like Los Angeles or Sober would have been a better choice. But yeah, but yeah. Born sober was sober almost sounds like it's a remixed Blink song. Mm-hmm. 
like there was an original song to sober that they remixed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think there's gonna be an acoustic song? Hmm. Like acoustic, mostly acoustic, you mean? Yeah, like a home is such a lonely place type deal, you know. Or like a what was that boxing day it was kind of acoustic. Yeah, boxing day, yeah. Um I'm just gonna throw a little wrench in there and say no. No. All right. <laughs> uh the so it, two, maybe a cover, an acoustic cover. Oh, of one of their okay, songs. that's a good maybe. No, uh, <laughs> colon maybe cover question mark. Like maybe like a cover of um, like a, maybe like they. What would they cover? I, I could see them if they're going crazy with the deluxe. Like say like one of those um. Like Weezer Deluxe albums has like right. a full album of stuff kind yeah. of thing where they have like recordings from um, like the Blue Album eras, like during like for like radio shows and stuff like that. Right. And they have like, you know, maybe f- five tracks and there's like five or six more that are either like live recordings right. and stuff. Oh, maybe I could one see of those them. things they did for like the BBC. Yeah, I could uh, see that. Or one overseas, they did a lot of those acoustic things. Yeah, and the, like Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. It'd be, how great would it be if they did Boys Don't Cry and they included the one where like uh, uh, Matt really fucked up the intro. Oh, yeah, I remember. I Have just you saw seen that? that? Yeah. And Mark like laughs. One, two, three, four. It's like Jesus. Yeah, I think they could. Um, I could. I could see them putting that, like putting out like the acoustic version of "Board the Death" or something. Yeah, or, yeah. What um, what would you like to see if they did one of those acoustic things? Um, hmm. Good question. I do like uh, the "Board the Death" recording that they did, where they kind of went um a couple uh, like a key. What's it called? A key down. Or, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was really, was really well done. Good. It was almost fa- Simon and Garfunkel-y. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a cool to one. death and fade and fast. Yeah, it was really solid. Um, Do you think there's going to be any songs where uh, it's all Matt or all Mark, or do you think we're going to continue? Because that was, that was, to me, the most unusual thing about California is there was not a single song that was all one or all the other. I'm going to say they're going to probably keep on doing this because they're probably having fun. Okay. Going off each other, so uh, I don't think there's going to be one. Uh, maybe next album there will be. I think there. I think there's going to be. Uh, I'm gonna. My prediction is that there is going to be a Mark song and a Matt song. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. Um, will there be a <laughs> only Mark or uh, I forgot to write this question out. <laughs> so um, you're writing it right now on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so the last one is how many woes are there going to be? <laughs> and we'll definitely make sure that we count right, this is out. Is this like woe woes as far as like every it, time a woe is said in the song or like sections of woe woes or like in the songs? Yeah, I think it's every time a woe is said in the song. Whoa. Although I don't think an O preceding a woe will count as a second you know, if it's okay, a if whoa, it's an oh, 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 that's still one. one whoa. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's per woe. So if it's like whoa, uh, uh, whoa, uh, uh, that's two woes. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's fair. I don't know. What yeah, do you, it's almost it, like hitting the key on the keyboard or something like that. <laughs> and you're moving yeah. the, the little Moving dial. the like dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. I should have prepared for that one. Uh, let's say 16. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 16. <laughs> Okay, Ryan. Uh, sixteen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say 
Uh, I'm gonna say 35. Wow. Okay. You're 35. Gonna whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 35. <laughs> Well, here's why. Did you count how many you're on California? I did. It feels like it's a lot. Maybe you should go through and to compare and see well, how many there are. Because what if there's like 36 on California? Well, here's the thing. I think there's going to be a lot of new songs, and I think wow. that they're going to continue using the the woes. Um, I think once you get a song though where it's like it's used a lot, I feel like that's like if like bored to death probably has like 16 woes in it. You mm-hmm. know. So if if they have two songs like that, then they've knocked out the thirty five. I'm just gonna guess it's maybe it should be two songs worth of woes. I'm sticking with sixteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, so now that we <laughs> it's important about, questions. Now that we talked about that, maybe more importantly, uh, what do we want to see from this? Yeah. And uh, maybe what we can jump to is one of the one of the news items here is that Travis posted a picture that looks like it's like almost certainly the song titles for this deluxe album um, because it has... So it's basically a chalkboard, him and I think his daughter writing on it. And it's a bunch of titles, one of which is, Hey, I'm Sorry, which we all know is, mm-hmm. is going to be one of these. So the um, just reading down from the top, the lists are um, pregnant, in parentheses, punk, six by six over eight, Parentheses, corny jokes, maybe a joke song. Um, good old days, don't mean anything. Parentheses, Paul, I'm guessing maybe political or politics or something. Um, hey, I'm sorry, wildfire, endless days, and then bottom of the ocean, parentheses, try. I'm guessing, you know, try. Do you think that's try or maybe it's Travis? Uh, that looks like a Y. Here, you take a look. I'm pretty sure that last thing is a Y, though. I'm just thinking maybe it's a V. Or an A. I don't know. I don't think it's an A. I think that might be. I don't. Well, where where do you see? All right, you're right. Yeah. So, and then there's some like cartoon drawings under it, which are probably the kid. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's <laughs> Little not. Little cats or something. That's not in reference to any of that. Uh, Maybe album. that'll be the album cover or something like that. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, so based on this track listing and kind of what we heard, like, what are you hoping um, from this, or, you know, do any of these song titles kind of sticking out to you as like, oh, that could be um, a cool. Endless Days for some reason has a good ring to it. Um, I like that we have Endless Days and Good Old Days. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> good Old Days and Endless Days. Um, bottom of the Ocean. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, from looking at these songs, I'm like interested in what the hell Pregnant Punk is. That could be interesting. <laughs> I'm guessing the song title's pregnant, and then the parentheses is like punk. Like that's the punk. Like they've kind of just referred mm. to it as like this is the punk song kind of thing. Okay. Whenever I see parentheses next to track listings in situations like this, I assume it's just what the band is referred to the song as. I you know? see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like corny jokes, maybe like I, I don't know if that means it's a joke song or like if that's like there's some kind of refrain in there, you know, like, so sick of your corny jokes, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, um, um, the last time they kind of released, I mean, if we take this as not a extension to California, but as like another little EP, it was dogs eating dogs. And we have yet to really ever go into that album, uh, to be honest, but, yeah, uh, we haven't, we haven't, uh, yeah. But uh, on that, I was it was a really good, pleasant surprise. I felt like that. dogs eating dogs. Was? Yeah, and uh, it had some cool things where you're kind of like, oh, it's sort of like an extension to neighborhoods. But there were some yeah. um, really cool things about it too, in my opinion, that were like, oh, mm-hmm. there's some cool ideas going on, and 
uh, it made you excited for the, whatever was going to be next yeah. for Blink at the time. And for sure. Nothing. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for this, I'm thinking like, I'm sure, I'm going to say about half of them, if they say they go with all these, half of them are probably um, just stuff that just didn't almost made the album but didn't, you know, like they cut for time or just like wasn't as good as another song. So I'm guessing they're probably pretty good. I'm, I'm probably like right. I bet, for one thing. Well, and, and plus they had written so many songs. Um, y- you know, we 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 talked about how um, before they came into the studio, they had already uh, finished. Uh, I think like an album's worth of material, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at a certain point, once you figure out what the album's going to be and what it's generally going to sound like, a lot of the songs that get cut aren't necessarily quality and might just be tone. Mm-hmm. You know, like this isn't this doesn't fit with it as opposed to it's not good yeah you know so doing that maybe we'll get some more kind of a some more experimental kind of shit might be cool or yeah maybe even something since the album had light, lighter tone maybe we'll get something a little bit more experimental or darker would be cool yeah i'm i'm predicting that there's going to be a pretty big uh a pretty obvious um difference between the songs because uh, i think some of the songs that are going to be on here uh i think it's going to be a mix of songs they did before the sessions with feldman that are re-record, you know, re-recorded some tracks. That's probably po- what they were doing. It yeah. up. But I think there are going to be a couple new songs, and I think that the difference between those is going to be obvious. Um, just because that this is a band now that some of the material on this album, on this you know package, is going to have their earliest material as a band. Um, if you want to think of this as like its own band, and on the same record or the same package, it's going to have the newest material that they've done after they've recorded an album, after they've toured, you know, for a year and this pretty, or, you know, a lot of a year for a pretty busy tour. So I imagine that they've kind of solidified what the next steps are going to be. And you might be seeing that with some of these new songs. Cool. I'm hoping for that. Yeah. 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 It's me. That'd be good. That'd be great. Cause I think like, um, It'd be amazing for them to come back with like a, you know, just a super solid album for the for the second album. Yeah, you know? just like one that like just blows everyone out of the water. Do you think uh, you're talking about the next proper album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, would you like something kind of tonally, sonically, um, more of California, or do you want something different? Um. Like assuming it's more of California and still good, or do you think like this is, it would be boring if they did that? I or- think in I in, in my time in my life, I would probably want something different. You yeah. know, I probably no, I mean, it doesn't have to be totally different, but uh, um, I mean, I think it'd be interesting to see. I, I, not different as Los Angeles different, but like. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I hate to say like going back to like self titled because that's impossible. But if you if we're looking at California. Um, what, you know, assuming the songs and there are all these possible doors they can go down, mm-hmm. what door are you hoping? If not Los Angeles, then what, what area of California do they hope they hone in on more? Cause it was, you know, kind of all over the place in a, in, in a fun way, but it definitely was a band trying to find its sound. Mm-hmm. So where, where do you want them to focus? Um, Cynical-ish would be cool. Same. I'm really um, hoping they go down. Like, how fucking sick would it be if it's like six songs in the vein of Cynical? Like, yeah. I'd be, I don't think it's going to be that, but I would eat that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Um, uh, I still do like Kings of the Weekend a lot as of late. Um, that, and it sounds like there might be some Kings of the Weekend type songs if you have like uh, Good Old Days and yeah. Endless Days. Yeah. Um, 
I think so. There's a lot cool. of nostalgia on the mind. I like Kings of the Weekend too. Um, I know a lot of people not seem to be big on it. I think something that get, gets overlooked about that song that we, we've mentioned is all the references to punk bands and yeah. like Nine Inch Nails and stuff that for me, that's what kind of like gave the credibility yeah, to that too, song. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, well, I saw a big discussion this week about uh, Teenage Satellites on the subreddit. Mm. And it was a guy kind of like saying, like, I think people are not really looking at this song. Um, in the right context, because they're t- taking the, this thing teenage and thinking like these old guys are writing about teenagers and right, not, that's and, not and that's uh, unfair. I think it is. Um, and uh, so it's because like, I don't think that because Mark and and Matt like the songs on that album are not like about they're not about being a teenager. I think a like, lot of them are, and I think uh, yeah, they're. I, I agree with you. And the thing is, I think people are. Looking at it surface level, a lot of these yeah. songs. Yeah, a lot of the songs kind of use that as like a metaphor for things, and that's kind of what teenage Sat- this guy is kind of saying about teenage satellites is it's a metaphor for uh, describing like a relationship or something. Mm. And it was like, uh, and then the first comment is like, um, well, one person is like saying it's everyone's reaction. It's a teenage title, so it's a childish <laughs> song. Yeah, and so and then a lot of the comments below it are like that. Um, that they think it's cringy and stuff like that, yeah. and then you get down after you get you, so you had that first comment that someone's like, "Oh, everyone thinks it's childish because it says teenage in the title," <laughs> and that got voted up, and then all the comments after that are like people saying it's cringy, 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 and then you get to the bottom where it has people like, "No, I like that song," blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so like, um, huh. it's like pretty. This the album is I think since it's been around a little bit longer, yeah. it's starting to uh, be more a little bit polarizing. I feel yeah. like with people. I bet you give it like six more months, then there's it's just gonna be everyone being like you know what i think california's good and then like everyone's gonna be like yeah it's actually like amazing i don't get to like hate it gets like blah blah yeah so it just comes around but i think california is a damn good album um i think yeah i I still stand behind um i don't think it's a perfect album you know um but i stand behind everything i I think we said in our our uh like epic yeah two-parter on it was it three-parter i don't know it It was was two two-parter um yeah, it had some flaws, but it's better than Neighborhoods, I think, by a mile. Yeah, Neighborhoods is tough to go back and listen to sometimes. I think it's probably better than any Angels and Areas album. Wow. Maybe Dreamwalker, I might say. I don't know, but I probably enjoy it more than any Angels and Areas album. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's one of those because I have a couple playlists on my phone for like kind of separate by years on Spotify. Um, it's 2016 and I have like a 2016 favorites uh, playlist as mm-hmm. well. And I have that on there and it's always like pleasant. It's just like great when it, one of the songs <laughs> comes up, like, yeah, it's like a oh, little fuck bit yeah. of sunshine. Yeah. Cause I don't, I haven't like rotated the song in the last couple of months, like back into it again. Right. But every time like a song comes up, I'm like, uh, keeping this one and not skipping this one. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It's uh, cool. anyway, so all right, so uh, the deluxe edition. I'm pretty stoked for it. Um, yeah, I'm, I. It's the, always the, the exciting reports for that Blink. Feldman's going to be involved again. I know. I guess if you like California, that's a good thing, and if you didn't, that's a bad thing. I kind of hope they. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I I'm wondering if they uh, want to stick with him and have them be their kind of new Jerry Finn, or if they want to go using you know just kind of hop from producer to producer. Um, I don't know what would be best for them at this point. I um. It's yeah, it's kind of both things because I feel like that would be great for them to kind of stick with someone they're comfortable with. Um, but it does push artists sometimes to have new producers, yeah. But I think they have to be in a certain place to be able to, right. be able to do that. Um, I feel like with Blink, uh, you have 
dudes that have other a lot of other things going on. And sometimes, like, they feel comfortable in their own skin when they have someone yeah. they could trust that they're working with. Definitely. Um, and, I, and I think, for the most part, Feldman did a phenomenal job. I think the tones are amazing in California. I do kind of agree uh, that in the mixing, I think just specifically the guitars are too quiet. Yeah, and that's, I think I was about to bring that up, though. We've brought that up um, before. But really, that's that's my only complaint with with what he's done. And, and I think... Um, beyond that, what, you know, the sounds he's gotten out of them, I think is incredible. Like, uh, you know, she's out of her mind. Um, the bass on that, you know, the, the jangly guitars, it sounds so much better than neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the, the guitar is quiet, but the tones are like exactly what I want them to be for blink. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm always excited for a new blink. It doesn't, could be them shitting in a bucket <laughs> and listen to it. Nice. <laughs> Well, hopefully it's not that. <laughs> Maybe like one little like 10 second One fart. Fart song. You think Travis is going to be on it again? Have like a little... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll sing this time. Oh, Maybe yeah. he'll play guitar, bass, whatever he did on the tour. Remember that? Uh, yeah, for uh, Blowjob, was it? Yeah, I think he played Blowjob and Travis played guitar and bass on it or something. What if, he, what if he sings Pregnant, like the super punk one? And it's just this like yelly punk song. That'd be amazing. That'd be so sick, right? Yeah. Super fast. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. He's got brownies. That's what we're doing. From <laughs> your, your mother. mother. <laughs> um, the, they gave me syphilis. They, uh, pregnant. I'm wondering, what if it's like super like fucked up where it's just like like a Matt Skiba song that's like super dark yeah just like something about just like a pregnant punk girl that's like smokes cigarettes and shit with just pregnant and just <laughs> fucked up and it's like she's like out this. of her mind but it's like the stuff like she got a black skirt like all these like kind of edgy <laughs> but dangerous things they're actually like super fucked up <laughs> she's pregnant she smokes and she likes to shoot up <laughs> yeah just something like weird like that I don't know I'm in love with this girl and I think she shot no oh, god yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say shot someone <laughs> yeah I don't know it's exciting I, hope I just hope it comes out like tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> do you think it's gonna be a surprise release um yeah why not that'd be fun at least maybe they'll give like a week advance and I think um Christmas is on uh it has to be like a little bit before Christmas it's already like December 3rd right yeah it is recording so it's it, it has to be within the next like two weeks but i am um, looking at again just again at that chalkboard i, I kind of hope uh wildfire is just a totally skiba you know like i was saying i hope there's a mark and a skiba song i hope wildfire is like a skiba song that's in the vein of more the cure stuff oh that'd be great um that's an influence that he's had on you know that he's talked about having as much as mark you know and i thought it was really funny in that um that video uh, that they did an interview where they were playing uh, songs to Matt and Mark, and they would have to press a buzzer, before, you know, when they got it in time. They did pictures of you, and that song starts out with a chime, mm -hmm. or you know, like a just before the riff even starts, like the chime hit, and they were like pictures of you. Like <laughs> it was like it, all you heard was like a ding in the like uh, it was. Did you see this? I don't think I saw that. Did you see this? You see this? Um, <laughs> you hear about this? You hear about this? Uh, yeah, we, I should tell you. It's 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 pretty great. Uh, like that moment especially. Anyway, so um, yeah, he uh, 
it's it's been on his uh, solo like he's never released a solo album, but he's released like demos, and they've been very curie. Um, that's definitely something that's not, I think, really popped up in Alkaline Trio. So maybe this is like you know they both like yeah, it. Let, why not? You know why not do a total Cure song? Wildfire sounds like a fucking Carrie song to me. It does. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is gonna be funny to go back and listen to whatever this turns into because <laughs> it probably won't be. But it would be really speculation. Cool. It would be really cool if they did like a <coughs> sorry uh, like a Skiba like Curie song. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, there's a second side project or a second Blink tribute album that's gonna be focusing on the side projects. I'm gonna read it. Um, on the Blink-182 subreddit, uh, which if you're listening to this, you should definitely check out. Um, by the time this is posted, it's going to be out. Um, but upon recording, uh, we haven't heard any of the, the tracks yet, so we can't really speak to them. But we were a part of it. Yes, we were. Uh, just like the previous one, where we submitted Josie mm-hmm. um, by Blink-182. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this one, so it's focusing on side projects, and we were, I think, the only uh, individuals to submit a transplants. I believe cover. so. I don't think that. I mean, I did see someone else. Uh, I was looking at the list like like recently right. after we had already requested. I did see another one, but oh. I don't think it was turned in. Oh, okay, so we may have have. So the we're only the only tra- one who delivered on the transplants, as, lo- as far as we know. Okay. So at this point, at this point in at this point in time, uh, cannot confirm. Everywhere, yeah, there's a lot of uh, boxcar, a lot of AVA, AVA, plus forty four, which admittedly is the significantly more popular of the two. Um, Part of the reason I wanted to do a transplants is because I figured no one would be doing it. Yeah, you totally remind me of it when I was like, "Which song should we do?" And I'm like, "Stuff that we're like is elevator taken." And I'm like, "Yeah," (laughs) and then like Sal's thinking that too, and then. Um, elevator would have been great. Elevator yeah. been cool to do. Um, even like cheesy one, like make you smile and plus 44. I don't know. Like that yeah. was like a good song too. Um, kind of maybe they were taking like it. a woman and have her do vocals <laughs> or I'll just do it. <laughs> yeah, you'd, do it. you'd be the woman. I <laughs> like how you immediately were like found Not me, you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but, uh, well, um, so we ended up. You said transplants, and I was like, "Holy shit! I totally forgot about that album." Yeah. I, I didn't listen. I think to the that transplants. first transplants album is really. Um, I don't think it's like a genius album, but I think it's overlooked if in the Blink fan world, you know, yeah, a little bit. I yeah. think it's. I think it's as good as the Boxcar Racer one, um, which I don't. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, I don't think the Boxcar Racer album is like a masterpiece that some people do, but I think it's fun. I think mm-hmm. it's good. And I think the same thing about the Transplants one. I think they're both they're fun and good. I went back and you mentioned it. I went back and listened to it because I probably hadn't listened to it in ten years, probably. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh my god, I do like this album a lot. There's a <laughs> lot of good songs on it. Um, DJ DJ, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I think your first choice or something to choose. Yeah, a song. but but I it, w- it would have been weird. We we ended up spending it. since no one was picking songs. We spent like a whole day like trying to like figure out figure what out to which do. from the Transplants album we would do, which is kind of funny because some of them are like bad or I don't even know if it's like bad. It, to me, it re- like some of the songs on that reminds me of like watching like a schlocky movie, kind of like that's the vibe I get from it. It's just so like goofy. I guess yeah, it's pretty it's, goofy. I would know. say. Yeah, it's just a little bit like it seems like this guy's 
that recorded it over the course of like a weekend for fun. Yeah, you know? it like, seems it was, very clear that it was just some bros like broing <laughs> out for a weekend in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of like random tracks kind of like all over the place in songs like that I just imagine Travis, you know, like cutting through the haze of marijuana smoke was like, oh, let me add this quick little beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's like in the song for like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think it was me that picked way in my mind, though. I think that's so. Why? What? What about that song? So yeah, well, the song that we covered is "Way on My Mind." Yeah, um, which wasn't a single. I don't think it wasn't really like a no, it wasn't um, song. It was one of the ones I liked the most. Yeah, I think did, going yeah. back and listening to the whole album, there we went through, of course, like the singles, and then like I got to that one just toward the end of the album, I was like, oh, I forgot about this song. Let's yeah. do this one. Like it was kind of like. Um, I don't know. Like I, I had Beach Boys in mind when we were like thinking of these, listening to these songs and stuff, just because of the way the choruses usually are in a lot of those songs. And right, and I was like, oh, I could totally like Beastie Boy yell the lyrics or something on one of these or something like that. <laughs> so you were kind of thinking like I'd be a good Rob the Skinhead. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, that's the guy's name, right? Rob the Skinhead. I don't know. Is I it? I think it is. <laughs> I think that's like his professional name. Let's see. Um, but yeah, so. We we ended up doing like kind of like a almost like a Blink One Eighty Two version of it. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I, I I really liked how it came out. Um, we ended up there's like this jam session. Yeah, and Rob Aston. He's skinhead Rob. Oh, skinhead Rob. Rob not, the skin. <laughs> skin. I don't know. Skinhead Rob is is still pretty. Uh, it's an interesting moniker to go by. I'll say. Isn't it Tim Armstrong the part you're doing? Yeah, so I'm doing the Tim Armstrong part. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing the Rob Skinhead part. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying you were doing it. No, 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 no. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so do you think uh, do you think you captured the, the, <laughs> the intent of the lyrics behind these songs? Did I capture the intent of the lyrics? Yeah, like, do you think you delivered a, uh, a kind of an earnest, like, was your... Were your lyrics believable, do you think, Ryan? <laughs> I think so, because I did them and like you said, like a, we did it like kind of a Blink-22 version of the song a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I'm doing justice. I feel like if Mark sang the song, that's kind of how it would sound like a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like a damn it or Josie dude ranchy vibe to yeah. the way you kind of like sang it for sure. I liked it a lot. I think I, I, think, <laughs> I think it sounded great. Um, I I definitely didn't go for like a Tim Armstrong vibe in my singing. No, we tried like, even doing like the backup vocal part, but it just never really yeah, came I together. I got so many p- Oh, the, yeah, the, the I got so many I got problems. so many problems. <laughs> and, uh, they will my and they wail my mind now. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty great. Yeah, um, but we didn't end up doing that. We just kind of did like I thought. So there was a big kind of thing going on where you did reco- basically recorded like most of the song and you did your little chorus, and I was like really stoked on the way the chorus was, just kind of this plain like nice hum- harmonic uh, thing, you know? Yeah, and I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and then we kind of went kind of nuts on the we did most of the music or all the music, but didn't I <laughs> went nuts on the verses parts. And then, like, there was kind of I was like trying a f- to go for like a Pinkertony vibe. Yeah, for I'd some say of the so. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. just like a lot of, uh, well, because I was drawn like when I was thinking about it, um, I was thinking about what the what I liked about the Transvance album, and it was what I was talking about earlier that there's just like random shit happening all the time, and it just seems like there were lots of people, like the three people were just like, oh, what about this? What about this? Yeah. yeah um, so I kind of went that approach myself and I didn't necessarily make it sound the same, but I was just trying to have my own version of like, Ooh, this would be cool to have here. Like, what yeah, it was cool? great. 
We had a little bit of a, um, a tiff, though, at one point. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we almost... Uh, they almost just threw in the garbage. Yeah, we almost ended all this. Uh, <laughs> it was a real Lennon-McCartney. Um, so there are three drum beats in the actual track. Um, I kind of, you know, modeled, you know, because I don't have a drum set. So we did electronic drums, and I modeled the beats, like, kind of after two of them, and I kind of did, like, a third one that's basically the same, but just a little flare, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, we're basically done with it. I send, you know, I send it over back and forth a couple times to Ryan, changing things here and there. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's cool, cool, cool. And then I sent him one where it was like, I thought it was like basically me done. And I had like mixed a bunch of stuff. But then one of the big things I was like, oh, I should finally put in that last drum beat that I never bothered to like do. <laughs> yeah. And I put it in and I was like kind of listening to it. I'm like, okay, is this sound, is this going to work? I don't know. And I was like, oh shit, this sounds sick. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I should like, I I swear to God, like I pulled uh, you up like in the little message thing and I was like going to message you and be like, oh, this sounds so good. I was like, wait a minute, I'll just like surprise him with it. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so I sent it over um, and then like, you know, I'll just like sit, do the thing, sit back. And, like, <laughs> just rubbing your hands together. Yeah, just like, oh, just wait till he hears that sick new drum beat. <laughs> and then you, you basically wrote me back and you were like, what the fuck did you do to this song? Like, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I said you George Lucas did. <laughs> Because it was like, <laughs> said I George Lucas it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like I was like, at first I think I said, hmm, not sure what I think about that new drum beat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, I fucking loved it. And I was just like, kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh shit. Well. <laughs> But but that being said, oh I was at that point, I had been editing it for a while. So I was listening to it for like five hours <laughs> straight. So I was like willing to concede like, all right, I think it sounds good. But I've also <laughs> been listening to nothing but this for five hours. So maybe part of me is just so thrilled to hear something different than the yeah, yeah, same yeah. drumbeat I've been listening to. True. No, no. And I in the... And we ended up. It's in there. It's in the final track. Well, it's in. It's in part of it. I, we we kind of <laughs> compromised rather than split the band. Uh, we decided to put it in just the guitar solo. Yeah. So originally, I had put it in with the basically the second to last chorus, the guitar solo for where it is now, and then one more time for a little bit at the last chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. So we just trimmed it. So would you, as it stands now, as the the f- as the polished turd stands, <laughs> is it sufficiently polished? No, I, I think I do think, you think that where f- it is now. Do you still like in your head? Do you like when that part comes? No, I actually like, like it a lot. I like it. So what? What? It um, was mostly because you had it come up in a couple of the choruses. It's which like is in the original. Song, it is. I will say it is. In my defense, it, it, basically what we're talking about is this kind of like little like uh, kind of um. It's like this like, hi hat uh, sort of beat sort of thing he's doing. Yeah, it's 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 it kind of like gives it like this like rolling vibe. Yeah, and yeah. If it, it feels like it's one of those cool drum beats that Travis does, where it's like a beat, but it has the f- momentum. I think of a fill kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just um, I was so uh, attached to that drum beat on the choruses, right? Um, and I think it was like for some reason I had this whole thing in my head the whole time we were doing it. 
is that the it, it's almost like the song does these different things going on, like yeah. you have your bridges, and then it just goes right back to that chorus the, again. Yeah, when you put it that way, it did. I still disagree, and I think it's. <laughs> I still stand by it. Sounds cool uh, on that first, that second chorus or third chorus. But um, I, I get where you're coming from, though, because it does have this vibe where, yeah, it's like everything is different and then it like comes back to the chorus every time the chorus is like exactly the same and normal. Mm-hmm. And then it goes off and just this like weird thing and then comes back to the chorus, which is normal. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that, I don't know. It, for some reason I guess I got, I got addicted to that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause why we also kind of tried adding stuff to the last chorus too. And, um, I thought it sounded kind of cool, but in the context of the song, it didn't mm. flow well to me. I guess it's probably the same thing. Cause yeah. it's like cool to like, just come back to that. Like I, for some reason it does. And I was listening to it today and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad we went with that. Yeah, so how do you feel about it? Do you feel like we no, continued? Because I, I feel like we did, we nailed, I mean, like not like the best thing in the world. So I, I feel proud did. about Josie. I yeah. feel like we did a solid effort in that, and I can stand by that product. <laughs> what did you think about the same about no, this? No, I, lo- I love it. I, I, I think, um, I mean, I haven't listened to the other ones yet, but I think people are really going to like it a lot. <laughs> I haven't listened to the other ones yet, but like, we're the shit. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure there's going to be like a million great ones on there. There was a lot of really good ones on the first tribute album. Um, yeah. that's really cool. So I, I hope, uh, you know, I hope we're one of the worst ones on there because I think we did a great job. And if, yeah. if, if people did better than us, then that's only more awesome blink music out there or blink, well, not blink music, but blink, um, side project. Yeah. Music. Yeah. It made, it was, this exciting. is a fun, I feel like this for some reason is more fun than the Blink cover one because this so is too. the diehard fans. Yeah. Like no one gives a shit about these side projects. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, none of these bands took off. Yeah. Boxcar Racer, AVA, Plus Forty Four, Transplants. They're all kind of like it's for diehards and stuff that like yeah them. people who are fans of these. Musicians. I feel like there's probably people that like Transplants that don't like the other bands. But I bet they like, like Rancid. Yeah, true. You know. Yeah. Like uh. Like think about that that song. Woo! Yeah, it was on that like Target commercial. It was that, or like it was like a cell phone commercial or something. It used to be on. It might have been like fucking like shampoo or something. Oh yeah, I think it was like it was Pantene Pro V. No, not Pantene Pro V. I know the one it was. It was like Garnier Fructis. I think was that what it was. I think so. <laughs> How punk is that? No, because I remember I de- whatever the shampoo was. I remember when that commercial out. I think I was like twelve or thirteen, and I hundred percent was uh, in the store with my mom after I saw that commercial and bought that shampoo because it had the transplants. Pigtails too weak to work it. Feel like you're tearing your hair out. Garnier Fructis, the first fortifying shampoo with active fruit concentrate from Garnier. It's proven. The Garnier Fructis system makes hair up to five times stronger and so much shinier. For hair that shines with all its strength, Garnier Fructis. <laughs> it was a, the theme for that that brand for a long time, mm. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of money for them, for one thing. And also, someone probably heard that. was like, oh, I wonder what song that is. And yeah. then they hear the lyrics and they're like, what the fuck? Just like once you get out of the course of that song, <laughs> it becomes significantly less marketable. Yeah. <laughs> I try in heaven. <laughs> no, I, I try. <laughs> No one lives forever. In fact, they all die. 
Those are small cocks. Those are small cocks. Every last soul must pay the last toll. In the live game of dice, who gets the last roll? Gagne Futis. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That probably happened. There were probably so many like people who were like, like oh, what a catchy. cool, what a cool, fun song. Yeah, we'll I'll download this on iTunes. <laughs> what song is that called again? Uh, Diamonds and Guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Diamonds and Guns. <laughs> Diamonds and Guns. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's just such a wacky album. I, I, I like it. I don't know. I, I, it, the more I talk about it, the more I like it. It becomes like endearing or something to me. Yeah, it's very earnest. I think in a way that I, I appreciate. Like it is what it is. So someone is listening <laughs> to that song, and also like Angels and Airwaves, they're still playing it on like yeah ESPN it's Monday Night Football or something every once in a while. Or I don't know <coughs> what song are they playing. I, don't know. I, used, I used to remember hearing like on Fox NFL, you would hear like the Adventure playing or something like that. When was the last time you heard the Adventure on Fox? <laughs> I mean, it's though. probably been a little while, but there was a time, yeah, where it would just hear <laughs> like you just hear that yeah. kind of little background thing going on. So I'm sure there's some, but and also who was it? I remember hearing. You know what I think it was? I think Bill Burr said that he liked Daniels and Airwaves. Mm. I think I was listening to. Yeah, I remember that. I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like right. he heard that song or something like that. I was like, "That's so weird." They got some songs. Yeah, so maybe some people had did like the songs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, in any event, I am excited for this. Um, because I think it does attract a certain diehard that's willing to cover the side project. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, is there anything that um, you're kind of like, uh, well, you know what, before we get into that, um, why don't I go ahead and drop in the the song that we did here? Oh, I thought maybe uh, you already had done that. Already done it? Yeah, maybe. I mean, if there's a time that wouldn't make sense, I'll, I would have put oh, okay. it Oh, okay. If not, this is where it's going to go. If not, uh, enjoy. <laughs>
mind. What a song. Yeah. Do <laughs> um, <laughs> you have any final thoughts on, on, on the recording? Um, I think it's cool. Good job. And I hopefully uh, I didn't just, uh, you know, um, crush your artistic <laughs> value or whatever. No, it's, it's totally fine. It, it happens. <laughs> and, you know, if you didn't have any opinions, it wouldn't be worth it working with you. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, all right. So is there anything that you're kind of like looking forward to for the tribute thing? You know, because I just want to see how people do Tom. Yeah. I'm curious to see that too. Like, how do you sing on a boxcar racer or AVA song? Because it's frankly, you know, I'll put it out there. That's why we didn't do it. Because I'm like, what the, f- how am I going to, you know. <laughs> the only way I could do it is singing like Tom. In a, or, and you, your voice is way too different from Tom. Yeah. Like, if you sing like Tom, it'd just sound funny. Yeah. And like, it'd have to be funny. Yeah. Funny version. My of voice. Like the tone of it might be similar-ish. I think so. You have kind of a higher. I'd have to just—it's just so not me though to sing like that, and it would sound (laughs) weird. Like there's no way. I I don't know. I don't know. Like it'd have to be. um, Plus, I'll go on record and say, like, as good as Tom is, and I think that there's some great stuff he's written. I don't think he's been very good at lyrics, especially the more serious he gets. Well, yeah, and the the songs I wanted to do, um, if they were Tom, were gonna be like Cat Like Thief or like Elevator kind of thing. And just because those are kind of repetitive sort of yeah. songs. And we I could do like... Elevator, I think. And that'd be a fun, just because it's two people. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I thought it would have been fun to do that and just do something like like totally different. That's like not even wanna... have guitars in it or something, you know? like just that, That's why I wanted to do Cat Like Thief at one mm-hmm. point because that has two people too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tim Armstrong. Mm-hmm. We did Tim Armstrong though. Yeah. Crazy. And I sang Tim Armstrong. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it... um. I'm excited. It's supposed to be recording this on Saturday. It's supposed to come out on Monday. So the the album. Yeah. Uh, now hopefully that's. I kind of like stoked to see what the cover looks like because they, oh, the last yeah. cover the was last cool. one was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's um, made, yeah, whoever made that. Brad's dude, one man band is the one again who's organized this whole thing. Going to funds are going to charity. Um, a great charity. Uh, was it Red Letter? Uh, Fred or Red, Red Fred? Red Fred Project. I'm like Red Letter Media. <laughs> uh, uh, Red Fred Project. Sorry. I mean, it's basically... Yeah, Red Fred Project. Red Fred Project, yeah. Yeah. It, it, isn't it basically given, like, money... What What is it doing, Ryan? It's money to... <laughs> is it... It's, it's, it's like, a very specific thing. It's it's money to, like, help people who... Children who are diagnosed with cancer who are, are writing something, yeah, right? Yeah, the, uh, the Red Fred Project um, finds children living in extraordinary circumstances and asks them the question, if you could write a book of your entire... For the entire world to read... What would it be about? And um, the book uses photography, graphic design, storytelling techniques, and a star, a, and a star, a likable group of birds. Weird. I think there's a typo there. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically like um, these guys go in there and uh, these kids with cancer tell their story or whatever they want to do. And these yeah. guys like make books and stuff out of them. Which I bet like. Like the exercise and that whole thing is probably cool in itself, but I feel like the idea of just like doing it in the first place is just like probably a fun and kind of cool thing to do, and just like probably takes your mind off shit. Which you know, for me, I feel like that's the cool thing about it. It's just like nothing else. It's probably like a hell of a fun like day or two or however long they spend. You know? Yeah, and you can actually I'm looking at their shop right now, and like they have um like all the books get sold out. Like they have a few more. Like, oh, that'd be so sick to get. Are there any titles right there? Like there's like book one's called climbing with tigers. Dope. Book two is called friendships in a storm. Dope. Uh, 
Not as dope Book as Book five is never defeated. Incredit Kid. Incredi- oh, kid. sick. Incredit Kid? Incredit Kid. <laughs> That's so dope. Searching for Sea Glass. That's kind of interesting. Uh, friends fight fear. These are all just like books. Yeah, they're called. Uh, That's so cool. Um, you can buy on there, and I don't know if they're like they're, they're probably like kind of kids' book sort of things. They have a hat actually. Um, that the logo almost looks like um, uh, Dragon Ball mixed with Pokemon, like the <laughs> like Ash's hat and Pokemon. Nice. It kind of looks like that. Sick. All right. Well, but, some cool cool stuff over there. Good cause. Yeah, they got like almost three hundred bucks, I think, for last. Time. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, it was real money. So um, definitely <laughs> support the album if you're listening and, and you're able to do so. Um, it's on Bandcamp. I think last time it was like five bucks or pay what you want. It'll probably be that. Um, and streaming for free. Yeah. So, Ryan, uh, there was some one last uh, one last little bit of news, someone we need to check up with. I didn't think a whole lot had been going on. Well, but, but it, not much, but we haven't you know, seen what's going on on the spaceship lately. Yeah, it might be a good time to just uh, go up there and just see what's up with Tom. Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know. What's up with Tom? All right. So uh, there's not really, I think, anything too crazy, but it's mostly like Tom's Instagram. I feel like this is like a discussion. Is Tom has an interesting, kind of awkward Instagram, I feel like. I, I would agree. <laughs> I'm curious to hear why he takes a lot so. of pictures of himself. Watch out where you're uh, talking straight into the mic. Okay, here. sorry. Um, he, first of all, he kind of takes a lot of pictures, selfies of himself. Kind of has does take a lot of selfies. Feels like a seventeen-year-old MySpace kid <laughs> a little bit. He does. Uh, yeah, I think he he's got. You know, it's no secret he's got an ego. You know, maybe understandably. Yeah. And so he's the kind of guy who takes a lot of selfies. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things he posted, which I I guess it's kind of cool, but kind of weird, um, <laughs> that uh, Strange Times has like sodas now i actually liked that one uh just before <laughs> recording uh or just before you came over like they look I, like jones soda but. yeah it's kind of cool like i i am so down with the idea of like in a world where he's gonna write this strange strange times novel <laughs> i love the idea that he's like uh let's do sodas for each character yeah <laughs> so, what, can we do like a line of themed sodas i i was like i support this endeavor tom more of this <laughs> that's what i say <laughs> yeah, he put out like he's been posting a lot like since like Christmas time a lot of like buy the Strange Time box set yeah. or the, the definitely Secret to, Times like, box push set. Like the, but, you know, like totally, you know, to, to the stars is a small business and definitely um seems like it's doing okay but still is struggling to find its well, footing. Yeah, so that's that's exactly understa- what I was going to bring up. Oh shit. Well, it's kind of like there's like there's like a picture Do you think there's it trouble was after- in in the stars. <laughs> Just the way he worded this this uh, Instagram comment kind okay. of thing, and it was had to do. Um, it was I think it was on Black Friday right afterwards the weekend, okay. so after Thanksgiving. Is this on his Instagram or the To the Stars Instagram? It's on his Instagram. Okay. Um, he had this picture of this dude. I guess his name is Lewis, uh, and he says Lewis loves being bur- uh, buried, 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 buried in Xmas shipping to at To the Stars. And then in caps, thank you to all who are keeping our company going, exclamation uh, point, exclamation point. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a picture of uh, this dude, Lewis, and he's kind of given, you know, the, the devil horns as he's packing um, I, stuff. Yeah, I saw the picture. It does look like a very ramshackle operation. Yes, and especially if he's, this is the only guy doing the shipping, so it's definitely not like they're no. fucking shipping crazy stuff. Like, like for instance, I went, uh, when I, I went down to Phoenix um, during... Uh, 
couple weeks ago. And I stopped at, uh, my friend works for the thing, I guess it's like a plug for something called Buddha Box, which is a weed. Buddha pa- Box? Yeah. <laughs> weed par- I should probably see if they get sponsors, but weed paraphernalia, like loot crate you can get kind of thing. Okay. Right. And, he wor- and he's like a. But they don't sell, because weed's not legal there. It's not. So it's more like you, and it's, it's shipped all over the world. Whatever, right. But it's like, uh, you get like this month's, you know, Grinder and this oh, so like it's, and it's pipes all the, and stuff. It's all the accessories. Accessories. That the light. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what? What? Do they? Do they? Um, in the Buddha box. Um. So okay, you got your your joints. You get papers yeah, and papers the, things like the pipes. You know, mats and stuff that go like up like you know that you would how, chop your how, stuff on. How esoteric are they willing to get with like this is related? Like, am I gonna get? There's like lanyards with like weed on it and stuff, <laughs> like and a hacky sack, like just like, probably stuff like, like a that. copy of like a Pink Floyd album, or <laughs> not quite a little cheaper than that, probably. Right, right. But the reason I was bringing that up is I saw like the facility because they record like a thing, right. and there's like. 20 people just with boxes. Just Are you trying to say Buddha Box is a bigger operation than To The Stars, basically? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that puts it into perspective. A little bit of perspective. Or, I don't know, at least as, as far as getting shipping as I'm sure the, the people, you know, if we had any hope in, in getting Buddha Box as a sponsor, we now just lost it. <laughs> wow, that really puts it in perspective. Even fucking Buddha Box is bigger than To The Stars. Jesus. <laughs> like, they were just like, had tons of boxes and tons of people loading these things yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a damn... It was like a small. It was like a small little warehouse. Was, I mean, to the stars is a weird thing. Yeah, it's, it's something we, you know. We kind of. I think we had a Tom episode really early on, mm-hmm. and I, I might have said some of this then. But um, at the risk of repeating myself, I think uh, Tom is. You know, he is a musician, and that's what he's known for. That's what his fan base is. He went off, and if he's gonna go off and do these other things, he needs to stick with something. He can't keep jumping around because. If he's jumping around, he loses, even if he's churning out top quality stuff, which is a whole nother discussion, there's just no way that's going to latch on to anyone who's passionate about that because the project is just immediately abandoned. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, you get some of these people who are like, oh, poet seems cool. Maybe, you know, and then it's just like, oh, fuck that strange times now. And it's just like, oh, okay. Is it the same thing or is it not? I mean, maybe we don't know because we haven't really dove into it. But Strange Times, I think, is different. Yeah. Than Poet. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then Strange Times. And then, you know, you, like there was this whole build up to this alien documentary. And that was the thing. And then, you know, there were maybe a couple people who are interested in that, but that just kind of is by the wayside now. So I think it's, um, I think his, his, you know, he did to the stars to kind of be okay with his erratic nature. But I think, um, his erratic nature is not going to be conducive to like it doesn't translate to a profitable business. Yeah, it's um there was an I think a post somewhere I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like you know him naming off all the books and not everything that he's putting out this year, whatever it is. Yeah. And it just it's a lot of um. I mean, I I can't say because I haven't read all this stuff, but it just right. it's so much quality over. I mean. Quantity, quantity over, over quality, quality yeah. I feel like. Like, focus, man. Focus. Yeah, focus. I mean, I could certainly speak to the EPs, which I think are just so forgettable that he's released recently. I mean, I'm saying this is someone who thought Dreamwalker is the best AVA album. Um, I thought that was great. Something that clearly he focused on for a time. Like, there was about a year where he was doing nothing but that, and it was great. I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So someone uh, tweeted... Uh, 
someone named Van Goth tweeted, oh, I miss Tom DeLonge, and then did like a little like uh, tear eye emoji. Mm-hmm. And then Tom responded, five novels, one nonfiction, one full length, two EPs, one documentary, two feature films in development, directing one feature, and a few WikiLeaks. Hmm. That's what the hmm. Emoji. Uh, emoji. Like Sounds like fucking Trump. A little bit. Like, I've done all this shit. What do you mean? What? How about two documentaries? One feature film. Three <laughs> up. A EP. A upcoming acoustic record. Huh. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> so I just, it, it, it just was pretty, pretty crazy. I actually yeah. favorite that, uh, that tweet. Um, it's so good. I, yeah. I, I mean, it really, yeah, you're right though. I mean, it's just quantity over quality who knows i mean mean, it's like the kevin smith thing right like you know kevin smith has been doing probably more stuff than he's ever done but it's just been it's kind of spreading as a massive kevin smith man it's been garbage yeah (laughs) you know it's been interesting to watch i guess it's just like what the hell is happening but it's you know just there's no way to say it's good (sighs) yeah i mean i don't know people seem to like those uh superhero shows a lot are the ones Flash and Supergirl. Well, he and directed like one episode. Well, he's directed now two episodes of Flash, one episode of Supergirl. Right. Well, I'm sure that that's like that show is on autopilot. <laughs> like they, they, they contacted Kevin Smith to direct, not because they want the Kevin Smith stamp. They had a writing, I, I assume, had a dialogue heavy episode, and like we can get a ratings boost if we get Kevin Smith attached to this. They seem like they have been getting ratings boosts. Yeah, I don't think he's, doing I'm sure, you know, I don't think he's a hack. I'm sure he's doing a competent job as a director, but I just imagine a show like that is just on autopilot at this point <laughs> as far as the director's concerned, and True. he's just got to make the cogs are. work, and it's just kind of an ego boost for him and a paid, you know, a, a increased viewership for the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, other than that, the only last thing I saw was just uh, Tom, you know, <laughs> stroking his. Really has nothing to do with Blake. <laughs> like talking about Kevin Smith's flash deal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was really just, um, you know, Tom just stroking himself again. Um, <laughs> he had took had a picture of heaven. I would uh, love that if he posted just a video of him jerking off. Yeah, that'd be great. It was like the cover of I Empire with. Um, he was listening to heaven, you know, listening to his own music. These beats are dope. <laughs> and he was, uh, Tom DeLonge says, I want to open the show with this song just to set the fucking tone, is what he said on Instagram. I will run streets into the sand. I'm trying to remember that Where song. Where the road will begin, exactly how it ends. Please stay. Don't go. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got you now. Wow. <sighs> Yeah. Ugh. Please stay. <laughs> Don't go. Stop, please. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> um, so yeah. That's how you open a song. Please stay. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> open a show. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. They say open a song. Yeah. Open a, yeah, open a show. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is pretty weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst song to open with. <laughs> kind I of a cool song. You know. I don't think it's like that bad of a song. Uh it has kind of some cool little riffs. Um. Yeah. Weird. Weird though. Like listening to your own music and like put it posting about it. You know. Yeah. It's kind of funky. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So I listened to the Aziz um stand up bit when he's talking about Kanye. That's uh, basically yeah. I know. I know you're talking about yeah. <laughs> These beats are dope. <laughs> are you in your own house beating uh your own head to your own album? <laughs> Quick uh Kanye minute. Uh, you heard he got out of prison. 
not prison, a uh, hospital. <laughs> I was like, prison? prison. <laughs> yeah, you already got in out of prison. There's a lot. Yeah, you he did. did, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what do you think's going on with that? Do you think he's all right? I think, I don't know. I hope he kind of just goes off into walks the earth like Kang and Kung Fu for oh a good uh, two years or something. What if and then Kanye West announced that he was going to, uh, you know, like, hey, hey, everyone, <laughs> it's Kanye here. No, I've got like some mental problems. It's kind of been obvious. Uh, I've found my way forward and it's going to be studying Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to now be living in Asia. Uh, and for, you know, you, you won't be hearing me for a year. I'm just going to be learning the art of Kung Fu. I'm going to come back, uh, and release an album. <laughs> That'd be, I just almost hope he doesn't say anything like that. I hope he just disappears. Yeah. And then comes back like a fucking, like, like Jesus, like just Jesus next, returns. Next year, he's just like back. <laughs> and it's like, just straight up like, he releases a good, I miss the album. old Kanye. Yeah, for me, the Kanye thing, like, I'm with him on all the crazy rides. It's just all about the music, and it's always been great, except for Life of Pablo, man. I can't. There's some good stuff. I can't join you with it. I feel it is. I feel it is. I I don't hate it uh, because it's just so clearly someone's singular vision, which is always fun to watch. I just see it as a failure, which he, for me, he's always like, he had this bonkers dream, and he's always gotten there somehow. And this one, he just. I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, it, it took a while, but it clicked eventually. Yeah. But he is a fucking nut, and uh, yeah. and uh, I, hope I, he gets I, I hope, yeah, I do too, because he is an interesting. Great I hope artist. this isn't just like how he is, and I hope there is something. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, the fact he checked him or he ended up going in. I don't know if he checked him. The fact, the fact he was getting help for something was good because it's like okay, there's something wrong, and this isn't just normal. Yeah, because it's like uh, what you there's one thing. It's Kanye rants and stuff are always entertaining and stuff, but when you like. You know, don't finish your show after two songs, yeah. and then you, it, you're fucking your fans, and these people paid a lot of money to see you, and and what would you be without them in the yeah. first place? Which is something, you know, bring it all home. You know, Tom has kind of the, his behavior since leaving Blink, especially I think, has been weird, and is approaching Kanye in its weirdness, and he might have these bizarre posts occasionally that are like a Kanye rant, but Tom has never, and, and Tom, in his defense, Tom may not just be, may, maybe just be like, hey, fuck it, I'm just not touring. But he has not, like, bailed on shows that he's done. No. Like, he's never been that kind of crazy, which um, I will just say, you know, sometimes we can be hard here on the Take Off Your Pants podcast podcast on Tom DeLonge, <laughs> um, but I will, you know, he seems to like his he- credit... He seems like he's trying to do the right thing, and very, he seems grateful for people that like things that he does. And absolutely, stuff. I think Kanye's the kind of guy who cancels a show, and it wouldn't occur to him to think about the people, the people there. There, and I think it would to Tom, and that's why he just hasn't bothered to tour it because he knows I would just fuck this up, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's been a while since he was done toured or anything, huh? Oh my god, yeah. it's been so long. He just doesn't want yeah, he just doesn't see And and when he if you if you take Blink out of the equation, which I imagine he didn't it wasn't him, you know, being like, let's tour. Um, I think it's been since twenty twelve, four years since he's just really done anything wow. live. I mean, just you know, it's kind of almost maybe putting that behind him. Like yeah. just be a to the stars guy. What were we talking about one time we, that he should do? That he should have like a show or something or some sort of... A like, show with... Um, or a podcast. Why doesn't he have a podcast? Po- well, some kind of show that we were saying that the, the ideal um, media that Tom DeLonge could get into, if not music, 
would be a show with uh, who's the guy from Ghostbusters? I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Um, the the guy from Ghostbusters who believes in conspiracy theories. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Having a, a show with Dan Aykroyd, a podcast with Dan Aykroyd, where <laughs> half of it was like bullshitting about the news, like current events, and then half was like alien shit. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. I think he would gain, he needs something for like for what he's trying to sell, like especially with the secret machines type of thing. Right. He needs something consistent for people to like latch onto him in a way so he can like sell those books. He needs an entry point for this brand that's different than Blink because Blink doesn't have any crossover with this stuff. Mm-hmm. A funny podcast with Dan Aykroyd does. <laughs> like the same person who's like a Dan Aykroyd conspiracy theorist fan, which I'm sure there's tons of. Yeah. Uh, who would listen to that would also be interested in a fictional account of like maybe incorporating conspiracy theory stuff in an alien like that, mm-hmm. that Venn diagram overlaps significantly. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, that'd be Tom DeLonge if you're listening or Dan Aykroyd, if you're listening, even if you wanted to do one that was more just like the Tom Dong show, you know, the Tom Mark Maron, Tom Dong <laughs> show, long Tom Dong show. Um, and he had like people on like Dan Aykroyd, oh my like, God, that'd be so like hosting it, or if he and he had musicians, people from Descendants yeah. or something. Yeah, and he could have his writer, like his. Like, he could do it from his garage. Yeah, I, or from his damn office. That he looks like he like loves so much. He's taking yeah. pictures all the time of. Do something there. I that's people listen to that. I should say that he probably does a lot of work there. Probably, but he if he had something that you could easily he's accessible like he's not like posting like blog posts or anything yeah. like there's not like a uh you need to push all that stuff i feel like you need something yeah to i mean i think the 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 big failure that tom is having is yeah like i said like he's operating under this premise that like his fans um will gravitate towards this and i just don't think they will just because there's no reason why if you like any of his other stuff you would like this it yeah. just doesn't overlap. So he's got to do something new to attract people to come in. Because like, if you don't already know about Tom DeLonge, how the hell are you going to hear about Stranger <laughs> Time? You know, Strange Times, and all this yeah, stuff. Um, uh, Stranger or Secret Machines. You know, yeah. which I imagine there's a huge audience for something like that if it's well written mm-hmm. and fun. Yeah, I think. Uh, he, yeah, I think he could do something like that. Like even you were talking about Kevin Smith, and it's kind of kind of crazy. He's at least consistent in what he's putting out. Yeah, yeah. Even he though is, he's putting his eggs in different baskets all over the place, he's, he's at least he, always some. He's definitely out. like seemed to, uh, to his credit, built a kind of self-sustaining community of inner, you know, of uh, media that he's kind of able to live off. Yeah, of. he has uh, the Batman on Batman show on YouTube. He does a Screen Junkie show, or him and Jason Mewes just open up boxes of toys and stuff. He does like eight different podcasts. Yeah. He has uh, geeking out and comic book men, and always is <laughs> right. on every show talking about each one of these things. And so yeah. he at least is doing even it. Even though it, there's, he's not focusing. Yeah, he's doing a lot of things, but at least it's coming out consistent. And this, and I guess this stuff comes out, but you wouldn't know because you have no way to Tom is other than Twitter and Instagram. But. Right. Yeah. And and he, the the hype is so such a weird. Um, there, there, there is clearly there is no marketing like or strong marketing direction there because the, the hype machine just seems like it's on Tom's schedule yeah. rather than like what it kind of should be, which is this gradual ramp up. It seems like it just blows its load when they're doing the pre-production stages and Tom is just understandably excited about the ideas. And then by the time it actually comes out, it's like old news. Yeah. And the only like news he gets are like 
guy from Blink-182 yeah. is leaked on, leaked on Hil- yeah. uh, Hillary Clinton's emails. Yeah, uh, why can't it be like Tom DeLonge, a famed UFO podcast, you know, or whatever the fuck. Ex-Blink member, now podcast thing. And yeah. you, people will be like, oh, that'd be cool to listen to. It'd just be so, it seems like it's such a no-brainer. And I think he could easily get on guests and... Yeah, he can yeah. get plenty. Yeah. He, I'd listen to it. Oh, I would I would absolutely love it. Yeah. Like, it's I kind would, of... A, even as someone who's like, yeah, it's all, I think it's all like... It, fucking obviously bullshit i'd still love to listen to it it'd be fun <laughs> that would be cool come on tom come back to us come back down to the earth yeah come we back miss down you. to earth tom well, just like we'll, this person on twitter yeah <laughs> well uh so we're we'll uh, go ahead and come back down to earth tom uh see you up there uh, ho- hopefully you'll join us down here soon yeah and, and yeah tom what you should do though i mean like anybody else is uh maybe email us if you'd like Oh yeah. So where where can Tom or uh, anyone else email us? But mostly Tom, because I'm pretty sure he's probably once he's heard this, because I assume he listens. Uh, he's gonna get, maybe, get maybe yeah maybe like we if he could start a thing you know because he has the money to, to maybe like do like a podcast network we could be on that network. Perfect. Where are we? We'll be the BT. I'm totally fine being the B tier of Tom's podcast network. Like the Pod B- Life. P- pod, yeah. Perfect. Instead of Mod Life, you know. <laughs> I was like, uh, why are you yelling at me, Pod Life? Pod Life! Pod Life, Ryan! <laughs> Fucking tattoo. But uh, yeah, you should um, email us at uh, 182podcast at gmail.com for uh, a little mailbag, you know? Ask questions. Did you say 182podcast at gmail.com? Did I say it like that? <laughs> I thought maybe I did. I was trying to repeat it so the listeners just had it. One eighty two podcast at gmail dot com. One eighty two podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, send us an email. Uh, uh, Who is that? Like our Facebook, Facebook dot com slash one eighty two podcast. We're slowly gonna start. We want to post there regularly. I think we just need to set a reminder. We're posting like, semi regularly. We it, haven't posted. I feel like things. we need something at least every other day. Like yeah, something, just something. something posted. Something, yeah. I just need to put something in my phone to remind me. Yeah, um, we but have. If we had as more, as far likes. as I know, we've continued to maintain our promise of non, nothing at all <laughs> political, um, except for the Hillary emails. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, if you haven't yet, leave us a review on iTunes. You know, five stars if you'd be so kind. Uh, it's yeah. like an Uber drive I right mean, now. Vote for your heart, but we got families to feed over here. So, you know, <laughs> take that into consideration. We got more beer to buy. <laughs> um, even though that does nothing to do. <laughs> that's how it works. No, I think if they give us five stars, uh, that translates into $5 that we can, <laughs> beer, five beer bucks. <laughs> that's what we tell ourselves. Five beer bucks. <laughs> well, um, I think it's about time. Time for what, right? I'm just, I've eaten so much food uh, between these holidays. I think it's time to, you know, run the treadmill a little bit so you can put those pants back.